I pray for this one on a mountain. This one on the mountain. Taking pictures on my phone. Taking pictures on my phone. For a number I don't even got. For a number I don't even got. For a number I don't got no more. For a number I ain't got no more. It all happened how. It all happened how. It all happened how the way it's supposed to go. Oh, okay. But I don't see. I don't see your chair. I won't see your. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once I start talking to stuff. Okay, I see you now. You should be able to see me right here, but the main guy is going to be right there. Okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, welcome everybody. This is episode 10. Uh, I got me, Richie, and, uh, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mario. Mario. He's my supervisor, guys. Uh, so I work at a construction company, right? Uh, he's been a general contractor for, uh, 20 years or more. And so basically I'm just kind of going to nerd out with him, but I'm going to go make myself a copy real quick. But, uh, yeah, if you want to like, kind of like introduce yourself okay hi guys so like uh, he said actually i've been in construction about 20 years but a little over but um i've been in uh, as a general maybe 13 12 years and uh yeah like he said we work together and um we do all kind of construction projects actually we are kind of supervising most likely what we what other people do so welcome everybody. So waiting with Mr. Richie here that he's making his coffee. Someone's talking? Yeah. What? Someone's talking? No. Oh, okay, my okay. bad. No, we want if everybody is uh, there and wants to say something. So you, you have no audience yet? What happened? Do we have audience yet? Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we got one person. She can hear us, but we can't hear her. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, actually, let me try to turn up the, uh, the monitor just a little bit more. Hello? All right. I don't think that did much, but it's all good. All right. So, um, let's see. We were just talking about, um, the time I'm working in construction. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's been 20 years or so, or how long has it been? Yeah, like um, in construction, I've been a little over 20 years, but as a contractor, it's about 12, 13 years with license. Okay, I got you. So it's been all this time. Do you still love it? It's what? Uh, it's been all this time in construction. Do you still love it? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. <laughs> yeah, because when I started, I used to be the guy who was just cleaning everywhere and picking up all the tools and, you know, sweeping the floors, all the mess that everybody was doing. So that's the way I start and, you know, making holes, ditches and bringing trash everywhere. Yeah. I think you mentioned that to me before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You also told me that you used to have like uh, some, some interesting characters you used to work with back in the day. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. There's a, a, a couple of guys, maybe three uh, older contractors that um, they were kind of tough people to, to work with. But after that, everything, we became friends, so it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. But what what trips me out sometimes is the fact that, like, uh, you're so calm, you know? And sometimes I'm kind of, like, aggro or, like, you know, I just I get, like, a, not say aggressive, but I'm, like, hot-headed and stuff. And you're usually the one that's, like, don't take it personally, you know, it's just business. And I'm just, like... 
but I want to, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, usually sometimes the people, when it's uh, doing something, it's not against us itself. It's sometimes it's just the job they're doing is not right or the way they're thinking, but it's not against us, it's the direct or something. It's just they're, they're mad, they're angry just sometimes with themselves. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. Uh, I think I forgot what I was talking, where I was talking at, but I was saying like, uh, they're people too. And then sometimes I forget that. Uh, but then again, I'm reminded of my own humanity basically by seeing other people too. Uh, what I mean by that is like, sometimes, uh, I'll see other people get mad, but I don't judge them though, because it's like, when I see them do that, it reminds me that I could be in their same shoes. So it's like, who am I to judge? You know, cause I'm always reading the Bible and it's like always saying that kind of stuff. So I'm just like, ah, oh, damn, like my human side wants to react like a human. But when I read the Bible, it's just like, you kind of know better, Richie. Ah, oh, fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. And you know, sometimes you, I think when I get to somewhere and I see that the guy is angry or something, I may, I sometimes I think maybe hit his finger with a hammer an hour before I get there or something. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, you know, just I try to see it that way. And like you say, yeah, just try to give a patient and a little bit understanding to the people the, and sometimes your your smile is the only smile they're going to see during the day oh yeah because everybody's working <laughs> yeah oh, dang that's really you guys should take note of that remember what he just said that's some solid wisdom right there sometimes your smile is the only one that they're going to see all day that's crazy yeah that's true change your life no, I'm just <laughs> uh so all right what was it like in Guatemala when you were over there? Uh, I know you said you used to uh, do some stuff. Uh, I think you were telling me that you do. Um, you used to like uh, work at this place where you used to like kind of be a salesperson. Yeah, I used to. Uh, well, yeah, since I was very young in Guatemala, I used to sell sell things. I used to. I work in um, uh, ref refrigerators, appliances parts uh, company. Then I used to work selling cars and then I sell medicines and, and the last job I had in Guatemala was selling agricultural tractors. So I was oh, yeah. sales, salesman most of the time. How big were those tractors though? They're like, uh, they, they were kind of big. Yeah. Uh, in Guatemala, you don't get those really big ones like here, but, uh, yeah, they get very good size tractors. So most likely in the um, cane, the, in Guatemala, the sugar cane in Guatemala is one of the biggest uh, industries there. So oh, it's, uh, they use big, big machines. That's interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. That uh, wow. So, does it have to be uh, treated any special type of way? Like the uh, the sugar canes? Do they have to like um, I don't know over here? They probably just watch the ve watch the vegetables and just throw it out, or like uh, you know just oh, kind of no, like that's just a, that's a big process, man. It's a lot oh, of things. Okay. Yeah. So Guatemala, it was uh, um, big on the cane, sugar cane. Also, it, it's right now it's like the sixth or seventh uh, uh, most uh, important producer in the, in the world. Seriously? So Guatemala was the first country that add vitamin A to the cane because the sugar cane is not really great things for the body, right? It's actually one of the worst things for the uh, that for the thing. So. They were trying to give some something special to it, so they add uh, uh, vitamin A uh, long time ago, and so that's became a very popular. With, with 
That's crazy though, because I'm thinking like you said, uh, you know, the sugar is bad for you. Obviously, we know that, but I'm thinking like since it's a natural sugar, is it still as bad for you as like some of this like processed stuff? Yeah, it's not bad because it gives you some some uh, good things, but the thing is, is the sugar is kind of addictive. You know, you, your mm. body needs it. You know, it's it's some chemical reactions in your body that I think causes that. Like, um, ask for it. You know? yeah. So um, that's that's the thing. So it's it's something very important because also give you the calories for, uh, you know, for your body needs sometimes uh, this strain or something that become from the sugar. Mm. But yeah, it's if you eat it too much, it's, it's bad. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so but like, there's worse stuff out there for you, so it's not gonna kill you, but still, don't get addicted. You sugar addicts, you guys, you guys are crazy. Yeah, obviously, because the diabetics is, guys, you know, we have high, I'm not diabetic yet, but uh, no, I don't say yet, I might not. Yeah, I, was just, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. No. But, you know, it's, uh, I need to, I have uh, high sugar levels that I have to be very careful with it. Oh, okay. And it's, um, yeah, something that you get up to without even noticing. So you got to be careful with the sugar, though. Uh, but, you know, it's one of the most uh, product, uh, most important products in the world. Everybody knows about the sugar. Yeah, that's uh. But I mean, so I took like a substance abuse class, uh, and it wasn't like I was on drugs or anything like that. But it was just one of those classes that happened to be available to me, so I took it. And uh, the teacher there was cool, man. He was like a an ex convict who like spent like thirty years in prison or whatever. And when he came out, he decided to uh, like help the youth. And so this guy was cool, man. He'd uh, he'd talk about his life, but he was like a real serious cat, real like serious dude. And then he pretty much uh, explained to us how like any you can have a, like an unhealthy relationship with anything. So for some people that's coffee, for some people that's food, for some people that's uh, that's sugar, for some people that's soda, for some people that's uh, texting. You know what I mean? Like it's the re the relationships that you have with the things that you do that pretty much make it unhealthy. That's true. And you, when he when he described that to me, I was like, huh. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of, like, you pay attention to it, and then you're just like, nobody's ever said that before. How come nobody's ever said that before? <laughs> you know? And then you start kind of, like, going down the list of all the things. Like, is that unhealthy? Oh, dang. <laughs> and then, you know, for some people, it's, uh, it's women. It's men. It's sex. You know? It's drugs. It gets super comp complicated, but uh, then, you know... There's like other things that kind of tie into it, like psychology and stuff. Yeah, we lose control of our bodies. We lose control of our minds. Then we start doing things that we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, man. So repent, repent, you sinners. Now, <laughs> nah. But uh, you know, just these are the type of things that uh, you know, when you when you start to kind of get to know some some stuff, there's already a science out there that kind of like um easily can explain some stuff, you know. Like, uh, I found it interesting that in the CIA, they have these social studies or whatever on, like, the different demographics of, like, the societies. Like, let's say you have a poverty line, right? At what point does somebody figure out, yo, we need a poverty line? And then then them turn it into, like, since they're the military or, like, an off-branch of the military, they kind of turn it into, like, a strategy against, you know, like, third world countries that they're going to investigate or something like that. So it's like, at what point does that become a thing, you know? And then to the point to where someone's just like... You see what you want to know about this and then just write it down into like a scientific, you know, to, to, to show the new guys, like, make sure you read page 13. You, you know, that's what you're going to be doing on your mission here. 
and then you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, like, I gotta fucking read this whole document. Oh, no. yeah, but you know, like in Guatemala, you don't see things like that because we all are kind of the same, same culture, same language, same everything. Oh, okay, okay. Um, pretty much, uh, it all depends where you live. You look the same as the rest of the people. <laughs> yeah, when you come here, then you start seeing different people, languages, cultures, stuff like uh, you know, it's it's kind of tough. Then you start seeing that situation that. Oh, they don't do the same the same as we do. They don't eat the same that we eat. Even in the in the same Latinos countries, uh, they different cultures sometimes. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. My brother is Guatemala. And it's is married with a Mexican uh, girl, and and they're different in many things. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, first time I ever, and I laughed at this, but first time I ever saw a Guatemalan be like, I'm Guatemalan, not Mexican, fuck you. Like, that shit made me, like, it made me laugh, you know? Because I was like, he's Guatemalan, you know, he's not Mexican. Yeah, but you're racist for not knowing. Yeah, but yeah, here, you know, we all are Mexicans. (laughs) That's messed up, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, and you know, there's a a movie, like, a I don't know how long time ago, but uh, they say, oh, Mexican. He's from Honduras. Yeah, yeah, Mexican from Honduras. So, <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. Get you a, a, a world, a geography book or something for yeah. Christmas. That's yeah. True. So, well, all right. So let's talk about uh, the music, right? Because, you know, we were talking about that right before the camera went on. Uh, and we were talking about the microphones, but like. At what point do you and your your people just decide? You know what? Let's just let's do a band. Like let's let's start a band. Oh, you know that was long time ago. I was I was very young and I was uh, I liked to play guitar. I met with a couple of other guys that they liked the music, and so they start just not just in the kind of in a cor- in the corner of this the mic street in no kidding yeah so they were we were just three guys trying to play a little bit singing, you know. Uh, suddenly, then the one guy say, "Oh, guys, uh, let's uh, uh, buy a, a drum set." Which in Guatemala is really, really expensive for us to get a drum set. It was kind of ah, big, big dream, right? Yeah. So we kind of put money together and stuff. So get we get the drum set, and then we start a little bit better. So yeah, it's, it was more like they call the garage band. You know, we were uh, in the garage of uh, one uh, of us. Uh, until our parents throw us out, so they went. Yeah. Then we moved to the another guy's garage, a couple of days, and then another one. So, yeah, so <laughs> That's crazy. it was kind of uh, fun, and it was yeah. So, you know, of course, uh, some of us were were dreaming, and oh, maybe we can live about this or something like that. But you need to really, really um, get into that. You know, be a really good musician to get into the into these fields. Yeah. Uh, Guatemala, there is not a country that back then, there was not a country with a lot of uh, uh, space for musicians and the musicians does, don't make money. So it was a very big, big stuff. So, you know, if you tell your parents, oh, I want to make me be a musician, they were like, crazy, man. What are you talking the, about? You need to be yeah, a yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah, us yeah. out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, school. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's 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 hard. But suddenly a guy became from Guatemala, named Ricardo Arjona, and he was one of the biggest guys in the world in uh, Latino music, of course, right? So then there start another guys, three three four guys playing and stuff like that. So yeah, but it's not like other countries, you know. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Uh, and it's interesting that you say that because at some point somebody revolutionized it, right? Yeah. Like it made it a more modern thing, like how it kind of was in America. But I mean, except now it's probably different. Like, uh, you know, it's not exactly like the United States, but they probably have like more resources. So they have like the Wi-Fi, the Internet and stuff. Uh, but, you know, back, let's say in here, there is a people that play. They're not really famous. They're just playing in the weekends in a bar or something like that. And they got to live in and they live okay sometimes with that kind, right? So yeah. you don't, you can't do that uh, back then in Guatemala. I don't know now. I've been, I've been out of Guatemala in that market for a long time. But yeah, um, uh, yeah it, it used to be, or you're really, really rich or you're really really poor so yeah i've heard about yeah, that so you got to we were going to play to a bar or something like that and we we had to play for free they were not paying us so you guys are just kind of like practicing doing yeah, what we you got love yeah it was just uh yeah like a hobby uh i mean all right so like let's say when you came from like uh guatemala to the united states uh, what was that like? You know, because at that point you probably have like, you know, there's a lot more opportunity going on and everybody's doing it, right? We're probably thinking like 80s here, 80s, 90s, no, maybe. 90s, yeah. So at that point, you ha you for sure got like different opportunities for music now, right? So um, yeah, because but it was different back. Like, you know, because I have never learned the music as a. a really good you know i don't know how to read music i don't know how to write music so i was just more like you know a little chorus of chorus you play yeah so it's not it's not uh something that i can go to a place hey guys i'm a, a guitar player because i don't know i'm not professional or something like that right yeah so it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to get uh up to there so i didn't we didn't we were not able to pay that that time and price and stuff like that to get there, right? So yeah. we were working. I was selling medicines, and on the weekend I was playing, stuff like that. So oh. it's, it's uh, different. Well, I mean, I know a place if you ever want, you know, you and your brother. Actually, a couple places because uh, these the, a couple, you know, obviously like I perform sometimes. So a couple of these places are like open mic night, or sometimes they're hosting events. So they're really looking for like people. So you know, I can put you in contact with some of them just even for fun sometimes. Cause I know you got like a busy schedule and me too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Right now, you know, the priorities, they change and then you start, you know, I uh, like it better, you know, watch TV overnight and go out. And <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. For those who don't know about that life, let me tell you, it's a whole different podcast. That's like uh, you, you, you start the movie, you watch, and then you just fall asleep like 15, 20 minutes in and you're like, that was a good movie. <laughs> you know, uh, watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch it. Yeah. Like this movie. It's calm. It's peaceful. They're like, it was. People were dying. Oh yeah. No, I, I didn't care about that stuff. <laughs> I really like the end. You know, it's <laughs> the part that woke me up. So uh, let's see. All right, cool. Now, me myself, um, I'm doing this podcast and stuff like that. But legitimately, it's kind of like me just like asking a bunch of like random questions and stuff. So I'm gonna do something like that. I'm gonna say. You right now, let's say you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to just, let's say someone gave you $100 million. What are you doing with $100 million? You, with all your experience, uh, your, your, your current set of uh, circumstances right now, what are you doing with $100 million? Oh, man, that's really, really, 
really hard to take, man. Yeah. Huh? Because you know that the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, I help people. But then you got to see how you help people. Because if you start just throwing money away, the people, uh, my dad had used to say, you don't, you don't, you cannot just uh, give the fish to the people. You need to teach them how to fish. So it's kind of the things, right? Mm. Not, not just give them so make a something to help people yeah maybe yeah. i will help in my country of course yeah there is a, a town where my my mom has have her house and she helps people there uh, but there is a lot to do yeah so let's say you got the 100 100 million right how much how much of it are you like are you putting like 20 million to like rebuilding a water because that's a hundred million dollars like one million dollars i think you'd probably be good for like a cool portion of your life yeah, you know yeah. if you don't spend crazy and you know yeah i don't know i probably will have to hire somebody to help me to <laughs> minus that situation oh i thought you were gonna say help you spend it i'm like hey i got you bro like i'm your assistant here i'll be your assistant there bro you know we can spend it you know fuck all right uh let's see how much time are we at we're at um uh, 24 minutes we got a couple more minutes how much time do you have left uh, before you gotta go yeah no i'm fine maybe yeah maybe five minutes all right cool yeah so uh i'm gonna actually go be performing a little bit uh, for those who are listening, I'm going to be performing at the Maui Sugar Mill Saloon, uh, just in case. Well, I mean, I know you said you had some stuff you had to do, so maybe I'll send it to you next time. Okay, perfect. Oh, that's so funny. I put the invite. Uh, I forgot to send the invite because uh, I was going to send it on my my Instagram. Oh, man. And I sat down and I started talking and then I just forgot to send it. So, yeah, that's funny, man. But, uh, okay. So... Me, if I had a hundred million dollars, right? Uh, I'm getting a piece of land, right? And I'm going to kind of be up in the mountains, but it's not going to be like one of those ones where it's like, I'm going to survive off of that. No, I'm only going to like pretty much make a self-sufficient house where I can kind of like grow my vegetables, maybe have like a, some sort of like bunker just in case stuff really goes down. But I think the rest of my money, I would want to kind of like put it into like smaller businesses that make other businesses money. And then they kind of like, kind of all domino so that way ultimately i can like do it to help people uh this is just kind of like an idea that i'm thinking about right now but uh it it would be cool to eventually be able to donate to like kids who don't have families or that grew up you know poor like i remember being broke uh you know in the public school system and then uh they used to have these tickets like when you used to go uh get breakfast or something in the morning uh if your family didn't have uh money they would give you the the ticket book for free Right. But if you had money, then you had to pay. So, um, man, I just remember like when I was little, uh, just having like my, my ticket book. And then, uh, I would like talk to my friends, somehow convince them, or maybe they would give me theirs. So I'd be getting like two breakfasts, two lunches, you know? And then like, after that, I was like, but I was always the kid that would like, uh, I grew up on like top ramen noodles and stuff. So I can kind of like appreciate the struggle. I know there's certain people who are still living like that. And if you guys hear this, man, I want you guys to know that, you know, it's not too late to make a difference. You can still make a change. You just got to pay attention to what your situation is. And then uh, even when you don't want to do something, go do it if it's going to be for your benefit, because only you're the one, only you are in charge of your future. So it's like, it might be a little bit difficult at first, but once you build up that momentum, 
you know, you're going to figure it out. Just figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how, what I went through. So if I could have certain, uh, situations, uh, like build themselves up little properties, little businesses and stuff. And then, um, like ultimately help people. That'd be cool because if you see me, I'll probably just be like training at a gym somewhere, doing some sort of martial arts, maybe at like a shooting range, working on some cool stuff and then just be at my house, you know, just chilling, right. Making music or, you know, just doing podcasts with people I like, you know? So I think, I think, uh, that's what I pretty much spent my hundred million dollars on. Oh, and strippers, lots of, no, just, <laughs> lots of strippers. No, I'm just kidding. God would probably just be like, yeah, all right, you take him out. Let's take him out. And then, you know. So, you know, God forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just joking for the people. But, uh, yeah, so I think this is pretty much going to be a wrap on the podcast. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, maybe next time we can talk about um, some of the stuff we do here. Sure. Right? Yeah. Not, yeah. Not yeah. necessarily like project projects, but like. Yeah, so we can uh, have people if they want to, you know, ask questions about construction and something. Yeah. If they want to send you some things that we can talk, yeah. we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, you guys, uh, well, I know it's just you watching right now, but uh, I'm going to just say that it, this is better than the YouTube video because if you actually have questions about construction, now would be the time to ask, you know what I mean? Like, you can, uh, hey, what's up? I got this house, blah, blah, blah. How would you go about it? Freaking make sure that there's nobody inside of it when you walk in the front door, you know? The ghost, <laughs> you know? But uh, all right then. So I'm gonna let you guys go. Um, you don't have like a social media or anything like that, do you? Nope. It's just oh. me, myself, and I. Off the grid. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, for sure. Well, I mean, if you guys ever want to get a hold of him, reach out to me. And then, if you guys have any questions for Mario here, then uh, you know, we'll we'll set it up. I'll be your guy. All right, then you guys. Talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> I pray for this one on the mountaintop. This one on the mountaintop. Taking pictures on my phone. Taking pictures on my phone. For a number I don't even got. For a number I don't even got. For a number I don't got no more. For a number I ain't got no more. It all happened how. It all happened how. It all happened how the way it's supposed to go.